Welcome back to another podcast, everyone. Today I'm going to be talking about episodes 2, 3, and 4 of The Bad Batch. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to dive right into episode 2. The Bad Batch is, um, very similar to The Clone Wars, where a lot of the episodes you could see as filler. So that's why I'm not going over, um, one episode per podcast because there's just not that much that happens in every episode. So in episode 2, we see the animal that scratches Padme in Attack of the Clones at the end on Kamino, which was cool to see that monster again. That was funny. Omega touches the ground for the first time. She's really been sheltered by the Kamin... Oh my god, I always mess this up. Kaminoans! <laughs> The Bad Batch come across Cut, who was a clone from the Clone Wars that adopted two kids, if you remember. So Rex and Cut had met up at one point, I guess, and um, he helped get rid of the droids in Cut's village. And Cut says that he had just seen Rex pass by, so Ahsoka could be with him. Are Ahsoka and Rex trying to go to find Anakin? That's possible. I don't know. Because I don't even know if, like, Ahsoka knows that Anakin's Darth Vader at this point. But then again, I haven't watched Rebels, so... Maybe that happens in that. <laughs> um, Cut says that Rex was talking about the chip non-stop. So... It, it, he just wanted... I guess they wanted to bring that up as a plot device again. Omega is also aware of the chip. Um, yeah, she just knew, like it was common knowledge. Omega hangs out with Cut's kids, making friends for the first time ever. It's like, it reminds me of the episode in The Mandalorian with Grogu in the one village with all the little kids. Um, the Empire has chain codes for everyone so that they can track everyone, which is horrifying. <laughs> the clones are evil for the first time in animated Star Wars. It's so strange to see these clones as, like, bad. Even though, ironically, the good guys are the bad patch. <gasps> I get it. <laughs> Um, Hunter thinks that he should leave Omega with Cut and his family, which is like the same exact plot device as the Mandalorian. I don't like how similar, like, Hunter is to Mando and how similar Omega is to Grogu, where she's clearly gonna be something important, and I don't know, I'm just not invested in her character at all. Um, Tech and Echo are able to get their hands on some chain codes somehow cause, cause, cause they can yeah Omega gets her hands on the chain codes and runs off at one point Wrecker smashes three clones heads together say that three times fast um but yeah that's just like because he's unstoppable <laughs> He can beat up three clones at once. 
This episode really builds on the relationship of Omega and Hunter. It didn't really have that much action happening. Um, are we going to see more of the evolution of clones to stormtroopers, I had said? Well, yes, I will talk about that in the next episode. Um, Tarkin must be looking for any excuse to not partner with Kamino. And he seems like he wants to take credit for something new. Um, we see Wrecker Heavy lifting a gonk droid at one point, which was just hilarious. I wish I could lift a gonk droid like that. The main character of the show seems to be Hunter, or Omega. I don't know. Omega could be valuable to the Empire. Will the Bad Batch be on their way to finding Rex? We'll find out when I talk about the episode after this right now. Now, episode 3 was one of the more interesting episodes of the first season of the Bad Batch so far. And we see them crash land on a moon, and this makes Wrecker's head seem to be affected in some way. So, maybe his chip was affected. Um... The group seems to miss Crosshair, and Omega says it's just the inhibitor chip, which means that all of them have the inhibitor chip. Omega must have it, the Bad Badge must have it. I don't know if they'll be affected or not, but um, seems like Wrecker might be. Maybe no one else, I don't know. Admiral Rampart starts these chain codes up. He was the one who did that. Um, Tarkin and Rampart have Crosshair joined a team of recruits. There's my AC. Joined a team of recruits to be trained by Crosshair. Um, Rampart wants to replace the clones with these recruits. And Tarkin's intrigued because it would be another project that Tarkin can just take credit for. <laughs> Wreckers feels his head once again with the bump to his head at one point in the episode, and it's uh, like, there's definitely gonna be more there. A moon dragon, I don't know what that is, starts messing with their ship. Ruh-roh. <laughs> the recruits talk about how the Empire is giving them more than the Republic ever did, which is an interesting perspective, because the Republic made um, the galaxy more peaceful. Whereas the Empire is more controlling. But in that, there's some people that are benefited more, and some people that are benefited less. So these people that are benefited more are put in these groups of recruits, and then, yeah, given homes, given food, given clothes, they're protected by the Empire. Lama Sue is not happy with Rampart. Um, but that's just because the Kaminoans kind of depend on the clone project for their livelihood. But the only reason it's a problem is because of Tarkin just being annoying. He just loves to, I don't know, show off for the Emperor all the time. Rampart is trying to convince Tarkin to replace the clones with recruits, and it seems to be working. So Crosshair is ordered to go with his recruit squad to kill Saw Gerrera and his group. 
This group of freedom fighters, I think? I didn't write that down. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> the recruits make fun of Crosshair and tell him that clones are outdated at this point. Um, but Crosshair just wants to prove them wrong. Omega is able to defend herself and Hunter at one point from the Moon Dragon. There's no way that this girl isn't force sensitive in some way. Like, it's impossible. She's able to do all these crazy things. Um, Crosshair executes one of Saw's ladies and orders everyone in his squad to kill the rest. Um, Crosshair says that clones are superior because good soldiers follow orders, and the one the one uh, recruit didn't want to do it, and was fighting about it, and yeah, it didn't go over well. <laughs> but the, the squad ends up killing the rest on Crosshair's orders. Tarkin goes along with the clone program, though, because the one recruit didn't follow orders. They came back with less than one because Crosshair killed him. Um, Lama Sue talks about the next phase of clones. Does Omega have some something to do with that? She also says that Django's DNA isn't really usable anymore, which is very interesting. Will they try to clone the Bad Batch or use Omega's potential force sensitivity and clone that? Crosshair and his new squad are in the same area that the Bad Batch stayed in. Um, yeah, I have nothing more on that. <laughs> Will Crosshair end up sacrificing himself for the Bad Batch at the end? I would not be surprised. Omega gets a room on the ship. But does anybody else on the ship have a room? Like, wait a minute. And then the last thing I have for episode 3 is... Is Lama Sue still alive in the Mandalorian? That would be very interesting if she shows up. Or he, I can't remember if Lama Sue is the girl or the guy, I can never know. <laughs> so we find out in episode 4 that the Bad Batch are on the wanted list. So Tech lands the ship so that he's able to scramble the signal that's sending out, um, I don't know their bounty. <laughs> uh, the Bad Batch go to Pantora and see a guy who, um, he's the same species as Neon Nub. And if you don't remember him, he's the guy who, um, who flies with Lando Calrissian in the Millennium Falcon in Return of the Jedi. Um, this guy calls, I'm assuming, Fennec Shan to get Omega. Maybe Lama Sue hired Boba Fett to get Omega, but I don't think they knew each other before um, the Mandalorian. Or maybe they did, I don't know. Maybe they have a history. And also, Boba Fett would be like a little kid, wouldn't he? And how is Fennec Shan like the same age still? This planet of Pantora seems excited that the war is over and that the Empire is in control. They're also kind of Pantora and with blue people. Reminds me of Pandora and Avatar. Probably is a little jab at that, but I don't know. 
Um, Omega runs off, which was one of the rules and very predictable that she would run off. And Fennec finds her and then pretends to pref- eh, pretends to befriend her. Um, could Omega go rogue and end up evil by the end of the show? Maybe. <gasps> My AC. Um, does Omega have a different kind of inhibitor chip? If she's a phase 3 clone trooper, maybe. Um, Fennec throws Wrecker against a wall, and he is immediately done. Um, his head is probably hurting like crazy now. He has to change at some point. He's gonna execute Order 66, and it's gonna be so sad. Um, Hunter blows up Fennec's ship, and we'll definitely see her again. She lands safely. Fennec interrogates the guard, um, the guy who is the same species as Neonub, and he tells him, or sorry, she tells him to let her know if they show up again. Um, but overall, this show is, I don't know, getting very repetitive. I'm not too into it. Clone Wars Season 7 was so good that my expectations were pretty high for The Bad Batch Season 1. Um, but I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll see what it, where it's going. We'll see where it's going. The show's not in, as enticing as the first episode was, and, um, it's looking like we're gonna get a lot of filler episodes, like Clone Wars, so, unfortunate. Will the Bad Batch meet up with Rex sometime soon? God, I hope so, because I thought he was, like, a main character in this. Because <laughs> he was on a few posters for it, I thought. I don't know. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. This was the Bad Batch episodes 2 through 4, and let me know what you guys thought. Um, yeah, be nice to each other out there.